Welcome to the Psych Cough Shop. I'm Ace Knight, and of course, with me tonight is my awesome co-host with the most of us, Techie Joe. How are you, darling? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. I think I'm recovering from the small nap I tried to take earlier. I love it when you take a small nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was supposed to be this really short little nap. It wasn't supposed to be anything major. I set three alarms and slept through all of them. Right. I'm very, very proud. Hey, Brenda. Hello, Miss Brenda. How are you tonight? So, so how are you? Annoyed. <laughs> I am annoyed. I is official. ASM has been annoyed. Um, uh -huh, sure. Let's 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 just call it that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just call it that. So, approximately a week ago, i.e., baking day for my patrons. Because they got to see pictures of what Asen is up to. My patrons get special posts that even the public don't get. Mm -hmm. He made all kinds of things. Yes, I baked chocolate chip cookies. I baked double chocolate cookies. I made two loaves of bread. I made a pumpkin, a, a pineapple upside down cake. I'm wanting a damn pumpkin bar, I think. Yeah, but then he dropped a cookie on his foot. Yeah, I dropped a cookie, a, a glass, 9 by 13, with a fully baked cookie on my foot. Yep. Yeah. Not a big thing. Didn't think it was Yeah, it's going to bruise. It's sore for a few days, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Danny has done an entire week. Yeah. Of workouts. Including an event. Yes. And workouts, and walking, and going to the gym, and doing a hundred different other things. Yep, but hasn't been able to put on a sneaker. No, I was able to put on a sneaker up until Peg and Pride. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because that morning you screamed like a girl. And... Yeah, I said, get it all. So yeah. I wore sandals. Because I now have a policy that I wear tennis shoes to events. Yeah, that didn't happen at Peg and Pride. You wouldn't notice from the pictures. I am rocking my sandals. Mm -hmm. He was. So I emailed Superdog, and he's like, yeah, get off your feet. Let's have an x-ray. <laughs> it might be a fracture. You may have pulled something. Something may have been misplaced. I'm like, damn, I didn't add that many chocolate chips to my cookies. Well, I, I think you could definitely say it was a very dense cookie. Yes. 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 Which my patrons have the recipe to if they go back to uh, the Christmas issue of Under the Table. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think I may rename those oh, cookies wow. Foot Killers. <laughs> Foot Killer Cookies. Oh. But you know, I will say, though, if we post that online. I know. Foot Killer Cookies. And then you tell the story. Uh -huh. It will be better than the, like, damn, like, lead-in to most recipes online. Yeah. Because most of those are, like, 
my dear sweet departed grandmother this one time found a recipe in a magazine in 1954 and it has graced our table no no um we don't know yet because i have to go tomorrow for an x-ray because i'm making him go to a real x-ray unit not one that they can roll down the hall towards him or bring to the house or bring to that like they could drive it down main street yeah like i but i don't know is like would it, its battery pack last that long yeah oh, all you got to do is drive the sucker up in the back of a minivan drive it out it'll come up the steps come right into the house oh that's just so sad like no, i'm sorry technology. well that well okay fine you call it that it's just one of those moments for me i have no faith in the x-ray unit that can be driven down the hall right like you know it, it like it looks like a really low budget like uh uh rover yeah just like and it moves so slow though again that's why you need to put it up in the minivan and bring it over okay guys also with our new setup you're going to see like the invisible assistant being the invisible assistant um it's just because yes yes um and uh caitlin says a much more interesting story than recipe blog intro for sure yeah. <laughs> hope your book feels better soon i do too the weird thing is is the more i've stayed off of it today the worse it has felt i'm like mm. yeah well you know though I hear that, or you finally hit that point where it went fra from fracture to break. Possibly. Like, you you may have finally moved wrong, and it's gone from fracture to break. Right. Um, which is fun, because it's his right foot. But, which and means what did you want to do, oh, about an hour ago? Go pick up tea. Uh-huh. He wanted to drive with it. I'm sitting here going, that's great. That's great. I wasn't going to drive with it. I was going to drive my left foot. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. I can throw my right foot over the gear shift and drive. I have done it before. You could throw your whole self on top of the gear shift and drive with your left foot. I still don't care. You ain't doing it. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Fine. Fine. Your con your schedule just got more complicated. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes. He's showing up tomorrow and going, these two have x-rays, and I'm not decrepit. I'm fine. I'll be in the way. That's fine. Oh, he does yoga now. He can throw the leg over. Not hard. I yet. was throwing the leg over a long time ago when I had to have my knee surgery before my lovely caring husbands came into my life <laughs> oh but yeah but yeah i don't know i'm beginning to wonder if maybe it's not a good thing to be talking about celebrities on this show why okay as y'all know the queen of england passed away Fair. okay if you remember last week not last week's week before last mountain bears we were talking about bed bath and beyond yeah, Bed Bath & Beyond CEO wife was in the 18th floor apartment in New York. Jenner, Jenga, 
building when he suddenly leapt to his death without saying a word to her, according to the Daily Mail. What? Oh, dear God. It's well, in- granted, company was like practically belly up. Um, I'll send it there too, but it was in your storylines. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's. So Bed Bath & Beyond CEO's wife was in an 18th-floor apartment in NYC's Jenga building when he suddenly leapt to his death without saying a word to her. Uh, Gustavo Arnal, 52, the chief uh, financial officer for Bed Bath & Beyond, did not say a word to his wife, who was with him in their New York City apartment before he took his own life on Friday. He also did not leave behind a note explaining why he jumped from the 18th floor of the famous Jenga Tower in Lower Manhattan's Tribeca neighborhood. But he was named in a lawsuit claiming he artificially inflated share prices just one week before his death. Um, The lawsuit filed August 23rd claims a majority shareholder approached Arnall about a plan to control shares of the company so they could put profit. It alleges he put out material materially misleading statements showing the company's finances were improving to artificially raise the share prices. Arnold leaves behind his wife of 20 years and two adult daughters. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, his career was over. Yeah. And unfortunately, the case is going to stop with his death, most likely. At least as far as he's concerned. Right. So he... Like, this is the, the millionaire suicide uh, situation. Um, effectively protect the assets. You, you fall on your sword. Right. Because otherwise, they're going to take him to court, strip them bare. Right. Like, it means he's guilty of sin. Well. Generally speaking. Generally speaking. Right. Maybe in this instance, he was just humiliated and embarrassed, but typically humiliated, embarrassed people generally go for a note. Yeah. Um, Though a little surprising that he would do this in front of his wife. Right. Like, that's that's a lot. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hate that for his wife. Um... But it most likely means Bed Bath & Beyond is in worse shape than it uh, was previously reported. Exactly. And it also means that they're in big trouble. Big, 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 big trouble. Oh, and it looks like someone else was hospitalized with minor injuries. Mm-hmm. Oof. Well, not to mention if so- Oh, I see why they call it the Jenga building. Mm-hmm. Yeah... Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but, that's interesting. But no, that was two stories we covered that night, and both of them were like, oh. yeah. Yeah. Very, very. Well, I mean, if you died because you've been discussed on <laughs> so, <laughs> the psychic coffee job. 
<laughs> One, it's no far of our own, and two, it's just interesting, the news articles that grow my attention. Uh, of those, there's one that's gotten my attention, and it's been on the roster, so we're going to talk about it. Okay. The Elite.com finally came out with their list of ranking U.S. presidents by their IQ. Oh, that should be fun. Yeah. All right, drop that over to me. Drop that over. All right, it's one of those ones I don't like because you have to go slide by slide just warning you. Never mind, you take it. Well, here we go. There's that, so you can at least know what we're talking about. It's really interesting. Of course, you know, we have a large interesting of presidents. Of course, Harding had a score of 139.9 during, and he, you know, he wasn't that eventful of the president. So he's the highest ranking IQ member. All right. George Washington. Yeah, because Harding was 139. Mm -hmm. Then George Washington at 140. Well done, Washington. Well done. Ford was at 140.4. Uh huh. Lyndon B. Johnson, 140.6. All right. Hoover at 141.6. What the heck? Coleridge, 141.6. Ronald Reagan at 141.9. Oh, that was definitely before the dementia. Yes. Nixon was but it does explain how he got through so much of his uh, term in office without it being evident. Right. Uh, well, that I, was Reagan, that was Nancy Reagan and the astrologer. I'm sorry. Um, the astrologer saved his ass more times than once. I um, know, but when you're talking about dementia, for uh, unfortunately, it is a thing. High, like high intelligence and dementia can cover up dementia for much, much longer. Right. Um, because they retain so much of their speech because they have such a huge vocabulary to start with. Mm-hmm. Nixon so. was at 142.9, not really overly smart. Bush oh. was at 143. That's HW. Yes. George HW. Yeah. Quark was 143.4. McKenzie was 143.4. Cleaver was at 144. Good president, just not that eventful. Shouldn't have drank his milk. Andrew Jackson was at 145. Eisenhower was 145.1. Harrison was at 145.4. I'm looking for more relevant ones, so I'm going to skip through here because there's some of these that are just like, who cares? Fair enough. Tyler was at 148. Uh, Fillmore, though, at 149. Yep. Lincoln at 150. Roosevelt Franklin D. was at 150.5. Arthur was at 152.3. 
another Roosevelt at 153. Yeah. Uh, Adams was 155, which you couldn't tell that from his writing and his paperwork. Jimmy Ooh. Carter at 156. Yes, one of our famed quiet presidents that has done more work out of office than he ever done in office. 156.8. Yeah. Clinton's at 159. Still couldn't get away with, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That's because he can't lie. Well, he turns red. Apparently, apparently he just needed a, just a fractional more percentage points to be John F. Kennedy, who did get away with having sexual relations with every woman. Exactly. Um, but, you know. It's a line. It's a very thin line. Very line. Madison at 160. Mm-hmm. Jefferson at 160. I'm sorry. There's just some presidents. I'm like, can we forget that? Well, that explains a lot about John Quincy Adams uh, with an IQ of 175. Yes. Yeah, that starts to border into... Like, he's always a weird president. Well, he's a like I, Like, most people couldn't get him. And our latest oh. president, they don't know. Yeah. They say the numbers may not yet be revealed, although the De- Dean Carter Research Society uncovered his IQ of all former presidents in hypersense. It is not very high. Yeah. Yeah. So, at most, you know, Biden's is under Secret Service. Oh, there you go. Protection. So, I would say if they're saying it's not very high, that means it didn't rank above 140. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. I don't know. But then again, you're talking about an elite class of IQ scores anyway. Like, yeah. dumb for a president right. is still pretty good. Because if we're, if the bottom of this list mm-hmm. is 140. Right. And you, you take that the average person is what, roughly 90, 95, maybe 100? Maybe a hundred. Like, I'm trying to remember what average is considered. It is 98 is average in the U.S. Oh, I love it. Caitlin Bell, 40 is generous. I have houseplants. (laughs) Caitlin, welcome to the program. And darling, I agree. Oh, we love it. We love it. I've got a little tongue here. She's smart as a whip, I'm telling you. So definitely, they're, you know. Yeah, uh, if they're not releasing it and it wasn't in his psychological evaluations, that means it's probably way, way lower. Okay. Um, Psychologists revise the test every few years in order to maintain 100 as the average score. Mm-hmm. Most people, about 68%, have an IQ between 85 and 115. Mm-hmm. Only a small fraction of people have a very low IQ below 70 or a very high IQ above 130. Right. This is what I'm saying. 
Um, so the average IQ in the United States is 98. Yeah. Um, so those of you out there, like, if you're at, like, 120, you're pretty smart. Yeah. If you're at 130, you're, you're really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're at 140, you're a dumb president. Right. If you're Bill like, Gates, you're at 160. If you're <laughs> tonight, you were at 146. Well, but then that also means that the with the test revisions, right? I wonder how different is like Bill Gates 160 mm-hmm. from what the 70s? Because mm. I assume that hasn't been revised since like college years. Because it's not like we actually, all set. Let me see. This was actually a paper that was done. Okay. Um. When did your shit come out? Uh, no, this was actually in 2010. Oh, okay. Good deal, good deal. Yeah, he's actually participating in a few research papers mm-hmm. on his brain. So 2010, pretty recent. Yeah. No, I didn't, I like, I honestly didn't think about them revising the test. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 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 But no, I found that highly interesting. Okay, so what is this about an ambulance driver? Yeah, isn't this fun? Um, so yeah. Oh no, I've lost my article. Uh let me go back and get that. Oh no, I'm in the wrong window. That's what I've got. Um, so, yes, yeah, suspension of ambulance operations in Calhoun draws heated comments at commission meeting. Um, this is from WCHS. Um, so, dial 911 in Calhoun County, and you won't get one of these ambulances to respond. The five that belong to Calhoun EMS Inc. are locked up in an impound lot. The state of West Virginia has suspended the county's license. That happened September 1st amid State Department of Health and Human Resources allegations of improperly equipped ambulances and uncertified personnel. Problems with Calhoun County County ambulance operations dominated Monday's county commission meeting after state officials suspended the services license. The county is paying for two ambulances now linked to an outside entity. Concerned residents packed Monday's commission meeting uh, Calhoun EMS Director Julie Sears resigned from her $19,200 a year job with the nonprofit ambulance operation, but remains in her emergency and 911 role with the county. Um, the county is looking for a, sit- for a fix. Sears told commissioners there was never a medical provider who didn't have certification. Two people told commissioners lack of skill and effort by ambulance crews may have cost the lives of loved ones. Um, So resident Ronnie Brown um, said this, I'm going to tell you one thing. That's the worst people I've ever seen in my entire life. And I lost my wife because of that. Um, So yeah, supporters of Sears and by extension Calhoun EMS argued that the state took a heavy-handed approach to paperwork issues that could have been easily resolved and praised the Calhoun EMS Inc. ambulance operations. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Steve Ludwig uh, says, my own experience several years, years ago, Calhoun EMS in the Upper West Fork Fire Department saved my life. Um, and he is speaking about his experience as a Calhoun ambulance patient. Right. So, yeah. Meanwhile, they're advertising for a new manager or management, but has little money to offer. Right. All of this is on the back of the primary failure of, as in primary elections or primary voting, a failure of a roughly $260,000 EMS levy um that'll be back on the ballot in november right um meanwhile they're stated to be out of service until at least september 14th and not until positive results from an inspection of its facilities and vehicles yes damn that is some news for west virginia well not only that but that is an example of some of the problems we have here in the state i was looking at an ad earlier for a local um position because i'm like hmm, this can't be that bad management of a road crew only pays forty thousand dollars a year to be a city official and manage a road crew must have basic knowledge of computers and devices fair enough yeah i thought of how many people that cut out of that gene pool well, okay, but they're, they're, I mean, still though, what, what's next? What's the requirements? Um, able to communicate well. That cuts a few more out. Yep. Um, it didn't speak anything about driver's license and being able to drive heavy equipment. Um, it was maintain hours, that type of thing. Yeah. It, it's a managerial position. Yeah. Have a high school diploma have a high school diploma previous experience required nope wow all righty you know i gotta say though for for west virginia some of the jobs that we're offering and we're seeing this all over the country we are i like the the requirements thing starting to back off a lot right like we ended up talking a little bit earlier today about the idea that you know you the problem how problematic it is to just quit a job right now right without you know without doing your traditional you know work your two-week notice be a good little employee leave with the job already you know like jump (laughs) from one position to the next not have the lull Mm -hmm. um you know and, and then the the potentials of like doing that and having bad references and i'm like does it matter right now I mean, I don't think it does. I, I don't think employers are really giving a crap anymore about, yeah. like, prior work history references. Mm-hmm. Warm butt, cold chair, work. Right. Warm butt, cold food line, work. Right. Like, it, it's not... <laughs> I don't think it's the situation that, that, like, most people end up in. Right. Or used to, used to. That like, oh, you didn't work a two-week notice, you're right. a horrible employee. Right. Um, I, I think anymore it's kind of expected. Like, I, I I don't know. Maybe it's the upside to employees who are finally getting it. Right. Yeah. But anyway. 
but you know it's just insane it's i don't know our government in general is getting more and more insane by the day speaking of what are your banks around you advertising fuel loans not yet but they're getting close to it oh damn like do you know how effed up that is well, no, I actually got an ad for a fleet credit card for our business. Seriously? Seriously. Oh, good God. Yeah. Like, me like credit is not the right answer for this. Credit is not the right answer for this. Yeah. Oh, Shannon's like, I saw it today and had to fight the impulse to scream. No doubt. Right. Because effectively, you're taking really high prices, mm-hmm. and then you're adding interest to it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, if you can't afford to travel, you need to work that out differently. Loans are not the answer. Well, and this is what I think is going to happen because we're seeing it more and more uh, <laughs> when employee demands a flex scheduling and require and wanting mm-hmm. remote work. I think that's going to become more prevalent. And I think the demand for fuel will drop, so therefore the prices rise. It's kind of like, as we see, as more people decide to discontinue smoking usage, the prices of cigarettes goes up. Yeah. All right, guys, we are going to take a break. We will be right back. Absolutely. Hi, I'm Dottie the Psychic, and I'm sure you're wondering why I'm not wearing any makeup. Well, one reason is to irritate my social media manager, Asen Knight. Hi, Asen. The other reason is because I like to get to the naked truth about what it means to be a neurodivergent LGBT person with psychic abilities. I've got vlogs, blogs, and podcasts, and videos all related to trying to live my best life and helping witches and bitches do the same thing. So, you can check all that out and get a reading from Dottie the Psychic at D-O-T-T-I-E, thepsychic.com. Safe travel and much profit to you. Do you have a cute pet? We know you do. Each week, Tracy Van chooses from submitted photos a featured reader for her Facebook page and provides a tarot reading. Your adorable pet cat, dog, rabbit, goat, chicken, snake, or more could be her next featured reader. Visit TracyBan.com, T-R-A-C-Y-B-A-N-N.com, and click Featured Reader to submit. We look forward to seeing your pet next. Hey everybody, Lady Gwendolyn here, and I am here to tell you how to get in contact with me and a little bit about what I do. I am the High Priestess that works with shadow work to help you grow and heal, and I work with um, access bars, Reiki, I do power forms, I'm recently getting into crystal healing, sound therapy as well. So you can go to Lady Gwendolyn Healing, that is L-A-D-Y-G-W-E-N-D-O-L-Y-N-H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot com. Book your appointment with me. I do in person. I do over the phone. I do over Zoom. We can do that as well. Um, My main goal is to help you grow and heal because I've been there 
I'm still going through it and let my strength help guide you. See you soon. And welcome back. Now we were talking about a fuel loan in West Virginia and Shannon had further comment. Oh yes. Um, so they want you to take out a loan that you're going to have to pay interest on to get a job to pay the bills and that loan and that job doesn't even give you enough of a raise to cover inflation. Exactly. And we have distressing news coming out of the useless fucking West Virginia. Yeah, I saw this attached to one of our previous stories, um, mm -hmm. and I popped over to it. Mm -hmm. So, in horrible news today, abortion bill passes West Virginia legislature, setting off firestorm of protests. Um, so, uh, this is updated as of 536. A bill mm -hmm. banning abortion with very few exceptions is headed to the desk of West Virginia Governor Jim Justice. The move by both the House and Senate on Tuesday set off a firestorm of protests that led to some being physically removed from the Capitol. Um, as the legislature gathered for the fourth extraordinary session to debate the future of abortion in the state, the protests grew louder throughout the day. Several Republicans whose party holds a supermajority said that they hope the bill will make it impossible for the state's only abortion clinic to continue to offer the procedure. Under the legislation, rape and incest victims would be able to obtain abortions at up to eight weeks of pregnancy, but only if they report to law enforcement first. Victims who are minors would have until 14 weeks to, de to terminate a pregnancy and must report to either law enforcement or a physician. Abortions would... Uh, abortions also would be allowed in cases of medical emergencies. Um, so James Cochran has this quote, if these people really care about children, I think they should be focusing their energies on providing resources for the children we already have, rather than forcing a whole bunch of other children to be born. Um, so thank you, James Cochran, uh, abortion rights Act advocate for that. That was, that's fine. And again, um, so, I'm going to carry on the chant of the protesters vote them out. That has been heard outside the Senate chambers and even to the door, to the door, to the door shut. But after much debate, the abortion bill will now head to Governor Justice Desk. Now we have elections going on right now. Make sure if they are currently in office, Vote them out. Vote them out. It is the only way you are going to actually get real law and real rights in this country is that you make that a hot ticket issue. And I mean a hot ticket item issue. Example, I will not vote for anyone that is against LGBT rights. I will not vote for anyone that is against abortion. Yeah. All right. Don't care how good you are. Don't care how many damn commercials you load up into my YouTube stream. I pay for premium. Thank you to get away from them. True. But I'm uh, out. Yeah. Lindsey Graham, get him out of there. Snapping Turtle, Kentucky, get him out of there. There's a whole list of them. Get them out. I don't care blue or red. Get them out. Yeah. All right. So we do want to say hi to Donna, Nicola, and Natalie. Hey, Natalie. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Hello, Natalie. How are you? Hello, uh, Nicholas from England. How are you? 
Um, I'm sure most of what we're reporting sounds insane to you over there. We want to send our condolences. Um, yes. Oh, geez. The things the last week. It's been a lot. It's been a lot going on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But again, we need, you know, they're not voting for the will of the people. They're not using the will of the people. They're not listening to the will of the people. And this is all the way from West Virginia up to Michigan. They they want to put it on the ballot in Michigan. It's now in court to get it on the ballot so that the people can vote on it. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, on to techie news. It's in your product. Oh, on to techie news? Yeah. yeah. All right. So Apple event product news, iPhone 14, Apple Watch 8, AirPods Pro 2, and more. Uh, so everything announced at the Apple event, the latest analysis. Um, so this is from Tom's Guide, which we love. We love Tom's Guide. Um, I will personally plug them. Um, Tom's Guide is a great place to start if you want to do any um, DIY projects with your computer. Um, they have equipment you can buy uh, in terms of a repair kit um, that works with pretty much everything. Um, I love their site. They have great information. They really bring it. They, they really give you good and solid advice. So if you're looking for advice, go to Tom's. Um, Tom'sGuide.com. Um, they're amazing. So, all right, into this one. Um, now that, now that I've said all that, it wants to, uh, uh, grant me access to breaking news. Um, anyway. All right. So the iPhone 14, um, it isn't a big leap from the iPhone 13 and that includes the new phone $799 price tag. It runs on an A15 system on the chip as before, but Apple has turned to a five core GPU for improved performance over last year's phone, while the main camera is still 12 megapixel, there's a bigger sensor for improved low-light photos. Um, the 14 Plus, think of the iPhone 14 Plus as a larger version of the iPhone uh, 14, or a cheaper, not as fully featured version of the iPhone 14 Pro Max. It's got a 6.7-inch screen and a bigger battery than the 6.1-inch iPhone 14, but otherwise, its features are the same. Um, so the iPhone uh, 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. Um, so easily the biggest surprise today is the fact that the iPhone 14 Pro and iPhone 14 Pro iMac aren't getting the rumored $100 price increase. Instead, they'll cost $999 and $1,099 respectively, um, which is impressive considering the four nano, uh, nanometer a 16 bionic chipset that powers both phones and significant camera improvements including a 48 megapixel main shooter the notch is gone too replaced by a cutout named dynamic island that incorporates animations and notifications um the apple watch 8 evolution not revolution is truly the aim with this watch which starts at 399 for the GPS only version, big changes include a new temperature sensor geared towards helping women with reproductive planning and a low power mode that doubles the battery life. Ooh, Apple. Something tells me your Apple Watch 8 is not going to sell well in uh, 
post Roe v. Wade. No. Um, the Apple Watch SE seems to be following the iPhone's uh, SE naming structure by slapping a year rather than a number at the end of its less expensive entry-level device. The latest Apple Watch SE gets the crash detection low battery mode features found in the Apple Watch 8. Its starting price also drops to $249. Apple Watch Ultra. Apple is opting for a different name than the rumored Apple Watch 8 Pro moniker that had been suggested for its rugged smartwatch, but the other expected features are in place from a 48, uh, of, excuse me, 49 millimeter size to twice the baseline battery life. Apple is promising more precise GPS tracking as well. Um, the Apple Watch Ultra starts at $799, which is less than the rumored $999 price we were expecting. Mm -hmm. um, the AirBuds Never has the feature I want. Never has the feature you want. Nope. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yep. Um, AirPro, AirPo, bleh, AirPods Pro 2. The 249 wireless earbuds get a new H2 chip along with a low distortion audio driver and custom amplifier for improved sound. You'll be able to use the front camera on your iPhone to create a customized spatial audio profile, while other features like active noise cancellation have been improved. Battery life is now six hours of playback. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But again, nothing major. We didn't expect major this year. We've been accepting a few features from either of them. I agree, Android is better, and we will probably we are ho have high hopes for Samsung getting out the features that would actually improve life, like being able to sense my sugar without having to prick my finger every day. Um, that is when I will be buying a new smartwatch, and it's the first one that comes out with the feature. If Apple does it, I'm going Apple. If Android does it, I'm going totally Android. One of the two. Oh, Samsung. Like Samsung. it's it's gonna be a gear, yeah. like it's either a Samsung Gear Watch because that is the biggest competitor. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't know, I don't know, I like I am getting a little fed up with the micro changes of devices, like especially at you know the same thousand dollar price tag. Mm -hmm. It's like why are we continuing to introduce new devices? Well, we're continuing to introduce new devices because we've got to do because they wear out. They're built that cheaply. Um, well, yeah, but if you keep building, like yeah. you just make a replacement. Mm -hmm. Like hold on to the iPhone 13 for a little while. You'll be okay. Right. Um, and I'm talking about Apple. Like just sell the iPhone 13 for another year. Right. Just do that. Yeah. Um, you know, keep the iPhone uh, or the 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 Apple Watch Seven. For another year, and then make the eight mm -hmm. in two years, mm -hmm. um, a, a bigger jump. Mm -hmm. Like we we've gotten on this annual release cycle bandwagon, and it is just not doing it. It's not a car, right? It's not a car. Mm -hmm. Now, the Justice Department's criminal investigation now touched nearly every effort of. The, the effect to overturn the 2020 election. Uh -huh. Yeah, they're going after everybody. Like, they have issued massive wide opening subpoenas within the last 24 hours. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, 
why, you know, those around Trump have brushed off the investigation from Congress. They're not going to be able to brush these off so easily because the Justice Department is going, oh, no. And this is something to remember with the Justice Department. They know their shit. They're not going to just tease you. They're going to come after you heavy. Um, I just keep going, okay, so what's the definition of organized crime again? Yeah. Because, I mean, um, th- this is not like a bunch of individual actors, or at least that sounds like what the Justice Department is trying to claim. Right. Um, so complex, highly centralized enterprises set up for the purpose of engaging in illegal activities. Starting to sound like organized crime to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah. But anyway, that that may be a little different. Right. Um. But yeah, I'm just having this moment. It like because it's all interconnected. Right. That, that, that's the sad reality of it is it's all interconnected activities. Right. Like you have people that while this thing's being done are doing this thing over here, they're doing this thing over here, mm-hmm. all of which is built to work together. Right. As an offensive. Right. Like, yeah, that's not. Anywho. Right. Um, anywho. You know, it's they're, they're, like this is now 14 lawsuits with charges looking at them all. And, you know, his warworth is had to turn himself in in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, bars for bars. Pretty much. Oh, I think it's just going to be the never-ending arrests of former advisors uh, to the former president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, you know, we literally almost, if it wasn't for the grace of the president coming in, i.e. his vice president, we would have already locked up a president in all. Why is this taking so long is beyond me. Totally beyond me. All right. Let's see what else is making the news. Just wait and see. So it looks like we have finally gotten rid of the uh, uh, people saying Trump will be reinstated. <laughs> like, I, I, I was, while we were talking about him in general. I, I had to jump over and just research right. it. Just real quick. And it's like, yeah, no, the articles are pretty much right. right. Like, the latest claim, because it went on forever in 2020 and 21. Mm-hmm. Trump's going to be reinstated. 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 And then I was just sitting there thinking while we were reading through all of this, mm-hmm. um, we haven't heard any of that. Well, you know, now they're hoping for 2024. You know, he's raising money for 2024. Well, but that's not reinstatement. That's re-election. Well, I know. But at the same time, good evening, Lady Gwen. Uh, hey, Lady Gwen. Yeah. You know, it's just insane to me. He has been pounding people with emails because, you know, one of the fun things that Stalker likes to do is sign me up for Republican emails. 
and democratic emails. She fills my box up. It's like, what the fuck ever. I got a spam catcher for him. But I was looking the other day. And yes, 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 of course. He's, you know, trying to send me $5. Send me $5 to fight this, to fight that. I wouldn't send you cookies, okay? I wouldn't send you bad cookies. Yeah, well, and not even cookies. He drops on his foot. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about a real president. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, let's talk about the president of Ukraine using his fucking marketing to slap Putin in the face. Well, and here's the thing, though. Like, I don't even know that it has to be the Ukraine smacking him in the face as much as uh, Russia has been smacking itself in the face. Well, here's Um, the thing. They were talking all about this northern conflict, northern conflict, northern conflict. What's he going to do? Yeah, he attacks the North, then he turns around and says, you know what, fuck you. Let's take the South at the same time. Like, I'm sorry, the president of the Ukraine, he's got some balls kicking, okay? He is is Snapchatting, he has been on Tikataka, he is kicking ass. Um, He has took over 2,300 square miles back from occupied territory. On Monday, now this is Tuesday. We're now late in late in their night. Who knows how much they have took on, um, and where they're going? But they're recapping the air freight, and you know, even the German Chancellor has called Putin, told him you might want to get the hell out of there before they come for your halls. Right. Well, and this is where Russia is at its own crossroads mm-hmm. of problems. is Russia keeps playing up how well they're doing in state-sponsored media. Meanwhile, um, they're having these issues of, literally, they hired mercenaries to to fight this war. They did not want to do conscripted service. Right. Um, And they're trying very hard not to get into conscripted service. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's going to create a massive problem for them. Right. Um, and now they're they're in this catch-22 is because they keep lying about how well they're doing. Right. They can't, like, and that's part of the conscription process or mm-hmm. a problem, is because they kept lying about how well they were doing, mm-hmm. to go conscript soldiers is going to be a problem because you have to admit that there's a problem that causes you uh-huh. to be conscripted soldiers. Right. Um, but then you turn around and it gets worse mm-hmm. because they literally have mercenaries that are fleeing. Right. Well, and like, here, and you know, that only brings up a good comment. Do we know who's lying, though? Here's the fun part we technically do because we're getting Ukrainian TikToks. Showing the mercenaries just walking up and handing their guns and saying, where do you want me to go set? Yeah, like, we're done. We've got farmers towing tractors and taking or tractors. using tractors to tow tanks. To show tanks. Um, they're attacking railroads, so it's not able for them to even connect. Oh, no, we don't get Russian TikTok, though, and I understand that. But we do still see the, the effects of Russian state-sponsored media. 
Yes. Um, because they do broadcast. Right. Um, so we can intercept those transmissions. Um, and yeah, Russia's been really trying to toe this line that it's fine, everything's fine, it's going uh -huh. fine, mm -hmm. it's great, we're making great progress. Right. And like, then it tried to, it's playing a game with Europe, which I think is bullshit, but I really love how the European government's stepping up there going, oh, that's what you're going to do? We'll fix you. Oh yeah. Well, we we will. Uh, well, I don't know that Ukraine's gonna inherently take them down. Like, there's a big difference between they're winning the the this war that Russia started with them, mm -hmm. and Ukraine takes down Russia. Right. Like, those are two very different things. Um, right. And like, it's not Russia's a large land. And they have made some missteps over the centuries. Right. But can you, you know, uh, you know, I want to, like, figure out how to get onto the Ukrainian eBay. I might be able to get my dream car here really soon for really cheap. We'll just have to change the fuel filter. Uh, no. No, we'll need a fucking fuel loan to fill it up. <laughs> no, 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 there's a Russian tank, honey. It'll run on biodiesel. It'll run on dirt. It runs on grass clippings. Problem is, nobody would give them any. Well, either that or it's an unsafe nuclear reactor. Yeah. Hey, even better, you know. I can really work on that. Oh, LOL, you need to go to tow your own tank. <laughs> that would be interesting. But here's the fun thing, so. The interesting things that entertain me in general. So we have we are seeing European countries step the hell up and go, oh, we ain't playing your damn games, Putin. You want to cut our fuel off? No problem. There's other buyers. And yeah, we're going to subsidize that for our people. We've got the Ukrainian president becoming a fucking, you know, someone who, you know, when he was elected, oh, he's going to be another Trumpy. He's a TV star. He's a comedian. He ain't going to do crap going... Suit me up and give me bullets. Let's go. I'll show you how to lead this. Yeah. Well, and it's not that all celebrities are bad presidents. Right. I mean, we what have to really kind of remember that is not all celebrities are bad presidents. Yeah, but nobody was taking him serious. But he suited his butt up and said, don't send me a helicopter. Send me bullets. Send me airstrike. Send me other things. Um, yeah. And he has been running this war through, like, obscene address channels. He has now talked to the parliament, talked to everything else. Oh, yeah, he's rocked this. He's rocked, he rocked this. And no, Russia isn't that powerful. They're powerful off of their name. They are not powerful off of their accomplishments. Well, here's the thing, though. Mm -hmm. Um, Russia kind of went into this war broke. Mm -hmm. They expected it to be kind of quick and easy. We're going to hire some mercenaries. We're not going to force service. We're going to go in and like five minutes later, Ukrainians are going to go, we surrender. And Russia was going to take whatever they wanted and walk away. Right. Um, they are powerful on the threat of nuclear weapons, though, then again, the kind of, like, I think the world after the Cold War has become such that it's like, go ahead. Just do it. 
Like, we're not going to sit here and keep um, doing this whole negotiation with terrorists. If you want to blow up the universe, blow up the universe. Right. We're not going to sit here and negotiate with terrorists. Right. Um, Because that's what it becomes. You you become a global terrorist at that point. Right. Um, We've done it once. We did it for many decades. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think the world's about doing it again. Right. Like, we're not... Right, but also, I really wish I had that TikTok that I've got to figure out how to save TikToks to my phone to show up on here. There was a TikTok of a a Ukraine grandmother with a belt in her hand beating the hell out of some Russian soldiers and marching them down the street. And I'm like, go, Granny, go. They, that's the problem, is they did not count on the spirit of the Ukrainian people that said, oh, fuck no. You can drive in here and act like an idiot, but you go messing with my grass, I done told you to get off my lawn, I'm going to take you off my lawn. I, and I'm wondering what kind of, like, because here's the thing, you hire mercenaries in bulk. Uh-huh. Something tells me. Some to be as young as 14. Yeah. Well, but something tells me that what you get looks like the people who who go talking about their Second Amendment rights in the U.S. with, like, a, you know, AK-47 strapped to their back. Uh-huh. You know, that, like, you know what I mean? Like, these are, like, this is not Rambo. You don't get Rambo in bulk. Right. You, I think, get a large group of money-hungry idiots. Right. Guns, but that are gun-cool. Right, they may be gun cold, but they're not trained. But neither are the Ukrainian people. Now, I do think after this is over, some of the stars of this needs to start teaching some classes. <clears throat> oh, my favorite Ukrainian granny was the one who gave sunflower seeds to soldiers, so flowers would grow where their bodies fell. Ouch, Grandma! That is, whoosh. Yeah. Ooh, that is. Mm, harsh but you know like this is the these are more war-torn parts of the world right these like, are women that have lived through this three and four times and there was one woman that was in a interview and she said she was born in the middle of a war and she will probably die in the middle of a war and i'm telling you what i give it to the ukrainian people you know, and here's the facts. We can talk about West Virginia Scotch Irish here. There's some Russian blood. Has to be some Russian blood. Well, yeah. Well, but all in all, like the the these are parts of the world that that have gone through a lot in right. the last rough century. Right. Um, like it's a century and some change. Mm-hmm. Um, from World War One to now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and these are areas that have been heavily influenced by war. Their populations have been heavily influenced by war. Their populations have been very, very disconcerted over Russian threats because they're basically in the line of fire. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there, there's been a lot. Well, and I'm going to go on to a tangent for a moment, and then we got to take our top-of-the-hour break, but... I want to talk about this comment right here. It's 2022. Do we really think Putin and North Korea have the power to press a button over all all others? Nope. 
Putin. No, sorry to Putin, but he lost this one. Oh, I agree. I also think that there are defense systems. Um, I find it interesting that Ronald Reagan talked about Star Wars and building defense systems. I think there are defense systems that will shut him down, but they don't want to show those cards. Because think about it. If they show the cards, it's like showing the super armor they showed in, in um, Operation Desert Storm. It became the talk of the damn century. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's now granted we can speculate, right? Um, like if you're talking about good military strategy, mm-hmm. um, then you stop talking about the weapon that can defeat their super weapon, right? Because if you keep talking about the weapon that defeats their super weapon, they make a bigger, better super weapon, right? So if you let them sit and think that they have okay. won. Right. They, they have the most advanced. Right. Um, then at some point, they quit working on it. Right. You know, like, it, it, there's very, I'm sure there are many technical reasons as well, but there's very good reasons. Right. We haven't found something more uh, advanced than a nuclear bomb. Well, a fusion bomb, but that's only been developed a few times, and it's not even tested because they don't know what the aftermath of that is. Hello, Switzerland. Well, yeah, but there, there's a reason they're not stockpiling. Right. Um, is that you know, like, because we saw this in World War One and Two. Right. Uh, more so in World War Two. Um, is there was this back and forth between mm-hmm. better systems and better weapons, better systems, better weapons, better systems, better weapons. Like we, we, we took an aerial, we like, we had a lot of advancement. Yeah. Very quickly. Um, but at the same time, I think that the world powers have been playing dumb for many years. Doesn't mean they're dumb. Doesn't mean they're not doing things. And I agree. We've been developing this over time and I also feel like they've not I mean they're having to buy stuff from Korea which everyone knows how how North Korean equipment is behind centuries Putin can't get anybody to, to sell him anything yeah um, so Nicholas comment here is you don't think uh, we all just allow them to have this major power and gun to every other country's head no, I think we allow them to have a gun to every other country's head. I think we just all have to collectively agree that at this point, it's a hostage situation and we don't negotiate. Right. If you want to do this, do it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to sit here and, and play the temper tantrum game. Mm-hmm. Because if we do this again... We end up in another cold. Well, and here's my other thought on this. Most of these supposed weapons haven't been developed since at least the mid-80s. Supposed weapons, I give you. Um, well, and supposedly have not been developed since. Right. Yeah, we don't get involved because it can cause World War Three. Moreover, even if it doesn't cause World War Three. What we saw during the Cold War was a lot of capitulation to Russia Mm -hmm. um, and and giving Russia whatever it wanted. We've done the same thing with North Korea, and we've capitulated, and we have tried Mm -hmm. um, to to, um, uh, pacify Mm -hmm. um, 
crazy ass world leaders who want to destroy the planet. Mm -hmm. And we have done this. We've played this game. We have done it. We have done it. We have done it. Right. And every single time, mm -hmm. it becomes this never ending thing. Right. And right. I agree with her. I agree with you, darling. He has a laughing stock, but you know yeah. the world government isn't going to show he's a laughing stock until it's obvious that we have to. All right, guys, we are going to take our half or hour top break, and then we will be talking about are you an asshole? Absolutely. Welcome back, goblins! My name is Jason, and I am the host of the Esoteric Book Club, a podcast that examines titles on the magical, paranormal, the mysterious, and the strange. I release two episodes a month in which I review books on esoteric topics, recap news of the weird, and conduct interviews with authors, practitioners, and experiencers. The Esoteric Book Club can be found on every major podcast service or can be streamed directly from esotericbookclub.org. Hi, I'm Tracy Van. I provide a blended reading consisting of mediumship, psychic, and tarot cards. A reading from me can cover any guidance you need from relationships with your partner or your family, spiritual, financial, any questions you may need clarity on. If you would like to book an appointment with me, check out my website, tracyvan.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y-V-A-N-N.com. I have bookings from 15 to 60 minutes you may choose from. That helps if you just have a quick question, need an answer, or if you're looking for a reading in more depth, I'm here to provide the guidance and clarity for you. Uh, let's just figure it out. Bye. Hi, Techie Joe here. I work with Ace and Knight, some of the best psychics in West Virginia, to create amazing live streams and podcasts for the Psychic Coffee Shop Network. Together, we brew up great content discussing news, events, hot topics, and more, all from a psychic perspective. On the Psychic Coffee Shop, we interview amazing authors in the metaphysical realm. Coffee and Tea combines Asen with Tracy, Dottie, Natalie, or Lady Gwendolyn for the good and the bad of being a psychic. Shameless self-promotion with Dottie the Psychic talks to leading and emerging YouTubers and business owners in our community. Mountain Bears brings you the latest in LGBT news and politics. The Psychic That Plans answers the question of, well, how a psychic plans. Plus, we're live on air. We take your comments and your questions, including psychic advice questions. Check out our amazing programming, book an appointment with top psychics, and find out all the wonderful things we have to offer at PCSBnetwork.com today. Hi, I'm Ace and Knight. I provide tarot readings covering everything from love and relationships to your life questions and your most spiritual answers. And also, I provide a lot of guidance and finances and divorces and all those relationship problems. So, 
If you'd like to get a reading from me privately, not on air, you can feel free to do so by visiting aceandnight.com and booking your appointment. I also provide on-demand services, so if your life is a little chaotic, you can go ahead and click that call now button there on my site right for a quick answer question. All right, guys, back to the show. Enjoy. All right, so we're back to Are You an Asshole? Am I the asshole for putting my brother on speaker and letting his fiance hear about what he's been asking me to do? Context. I, male 23, am what people call tech savvy. I know like a bunch of stuff about computer programming and mobile software. Yes, I even got the right looks to match my skills, lol. But seriously, I consider myself good since plenty of people come to me for help, for free of course. So lately my brother, male 27, has been asking me to install a tracking app on his fiance's iPhone. Like he had brought it to me twice and I refused after he tried to pressure me to do it. He even offered money, but I refused because I felt it was kind of wrong. And also, I only help out people who only want to be helped and, like, don't have bad intentions. I refused because his fiance doesn't deserve this. I thought he had dropped, uh, dropped this after I told him that if he asked me again, then I'd tell her. Well, a couple of days ago, he calls me up while I was at my parents' home. His fiance happened to be there too. I answer the phone and he brings up the tracking app again. I put him on speaker and be like, sorry, come again. He says, it's about the tracking app I want on fiance's name's phone. I need you to do it tonight when I stop by with her phone. He proceeds how he could no longer lie about her phone missing when he hides it and brings it to me. Basically telling me this was the last chance He's got to put the app on there. My parents go silent, but his fiance looks shocked and then goes off on him. And then he hangs up and she grabs her pur- pur- grabs her purse and rushes out. My parents lash out at me, asking what the heck I had done. I tell them he refused to get off my back after I warned him. They cuss at me, saying I caused a huge problem between my brother and his fiance and stuff like that. I grab my stuff and leave shortly. Later, my brother was calling nonstop, and when I gave no response, he sent a nasty text calling me names and stuff, then saying that I might have just compromised his entire relationship. I haven't seen or heard from my family or him since then. I feel terrible, not gonna lie, and like I really messed up by putting a private combo on speaker. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Note that this started right after his fiance got a new job recently. Hmm. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. My only hesitation. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you had the opportunity there to let this die of its own. Mm -hmm. Like he already knew this was his last chance to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you refuse this a third time, Mm -hmm. then potentially 
um, this would have been over and done with and fundamentally yeah it's it's a bad situation that is that your brother is creating um with his suspicion and wanting to do this in the first place but not being able to do it right um moves it over Nicole, um, I don't do mediumship on on no, like that mediumship's a bit of a, a lot um yeah. but no so anyway um but even that i struggle to like give you any asshole points for well like, i give zero asshole points for i give ethical points however because yeah. we had this discussion about tech tech efficacy well yeah it, well ethics within tech or or within my field is essentially right um there's things i won't do mm-hmm now there are also things that theoretically i won't do that have negative potential mm-hmm. like i don't go through people's computer looking for stuff that they didn't ask me <laughs> right and we've had that conversation is there a small possibility i've repaired a pedophile's computer probably it could happen because i'm not going through their photos i'm not looking at things that were not part of the complaint now Hmm. invasion of privacy being my concern because there are like geek squad um i believe it was um actually had a contract with the feds to run software mm-hmm. on computers to try to identify child pornography mm-hmm. and i'm going would i take the money to do that and i'm sitting here going no that's not don't get me wrong. I think it's a wonderful, amazing thing when child predators are taken off the streets and properly, you know, uh, found and convicted based on what they have done. Right. I don't think it's. I don't think anyone should have to worry about bringing their computer in because I'm going to run software on it. That's going to go through literally every single file, folder, and directory looking for content and then reporting that to the FBI. I call that an unlawful search and seizure in my book. Right. Like, I think that's ridiculous and insane. I would not take the money to do it. Right. But also, like, someone brings you a computer that's not theirs, but they want you to unlock it. Nope. Well, in most instances, right. Most instances, I would say no to that. Right. Um, now parent and child and the child is a minor. Right. I'm sorry. The, the parent is the legal owner of the system. Right. But what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is like boyfriend, a brings you an Android phone to unlock Uh for them or Uh yeah. Nope. No, and that's no, what he's like, getting asked here. Now, dumb, dumb here, brother. I do not get why he doesn't just go buy an iPad and use Find My Apple and share an iCloud because all of that would have been transmitted. Well, and that would have been an easier solution, right? Um, or a potential solution, and maybe he tried that and it didn't work. I don't know. There right. can be a lot there. There can um, be. A lot. But at the end of the day. 
Um, no, you don't have the right to spy on people. You don't have a right to put apps on their phone. Right. Um, what you really need to hear going through your head is I have a trust relation uh, issue in my relationship mm -hmm. that is causing me to want to do this without even talking to her. Right. Like, it's one thing if you have the conversation, you want to do this and you're having a trust issue. Right. Um, or, or suspicions of behavior. Mm -hmm. It's another thing when you want to try to do this behind someone's back. I don't do that. Right. It's don't another, but here's the whole thing. I don't think it's a trust issue. I think it's a control issue. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Um, well, and, and I think it's kind of like, it's all wraps up into one. Right. Control Great. and trust kind of have a tendency to go back and forth. Um, is my general theory there. Right. Um, at least within relationships, I think control and trust can go back and forth. If you have someone right. who's insecure, right. and security is usually rooted in lack of control. Mm -hmm. So they try to get more control to feel more secure in their relationship. And then you turn around and have trust violations left, right, center, and straight up the middle. Right. So that said, I think that's what's going on here. I appreciate the fact that, that he has a good, uh, both moral and ethical sense of what's right and wrong in this situation, and that, no. No, so Please it would be ruled that you are not the asshole. You actually have ethics. Very interesting. All right, on to relationship advice. Now, this yes. subject... Feels like we did two. Well, yeah, this one's on to relationship advice. It's kind of interesting because this is something that I have strong concerns about. All right. My coworker is always begging me to take her shifts at work. Basically, I have off tomorrow. Today is my seventh day in a row. I wasn't supposed to work yesterday, today, Friday, and last Friday. My coworker, as in they've been working seven days in a row. My coworker called me through Facebook to ask me to work tomorrow. I tried telling her no. I told her I got added shifts this week. I told her it's my first full day with my husband in a long time, besides when I took a vacation in August. I told her this. If I go tomorrow, it's my eighth day in a row. She basically tells me I will buy you lunch. It's a short shift, only six hours. You're only working five hours today. That's not the point. Seriously, I want a day with my husband. She doesn't like closing and opening. Now her dog is sick and she doesn't want to leave the dog alone. I'm not the only worker in the store. She calls out and I will get called in. I don't win. I just want to spend time with my husband for once. What do I do? I tried in the past saying no. I tried this and that, but nothing seems to work and I'm at my wits end. Here's what you do. You say no. You turn off your phone. You don't answer it. And when you go, oh, we tried to call you in. It was my day off. This is my problem with this whole thing. One, if you don't like opening and you don't like closing and you don't, then you don't need a job. At that well, moreover, no one likes opening. No one likes closing. Suck it up. Be an adult. Yeah. Work. 
Yeah. I, and don't, like, don't get me wrong. Do not ever get me wrong. I'm not saying nobody wants to work anymore. That's not my thing. That's yeah. not my thing. Um, but yeah, there's parts of working that just mm -hmm. suck. Mm -hmm. Um, that are literally just parts of working. Right. No one wants to open. Opening sucks. Right. Closing. No one wants to close. It sucks. Right. You need to work out with your manager. You don't need to keep punching at all. Because 7 turns into 14, 14 turns into 30, and before you know it, you've worked 120 days straight yeah. without a day off. Then you've worked two years without a day off. And then you get a lovely plaque showing that your dedication to service for three years without a day off. You know what? That plaque looks real pretty for about three years, and then it starts just peeling away because it's made out of cheap paperboard. It's and amazing. Damaged and burnt out, and your relationships are shit, and everything else is shit. Yeah, basically. No. Um. So, like, and, and I think there's reasonable limits for everyone. Mm -hmm. That at some point you have to go now. Yeah. Just now. I don't do this. I'm not doing this. This isn't how this works. You're right. Um. I and knowing your limits, knowing your limits, because again, relationships suffer when you work too much including your relationship with yourself this is something that mass that uh massachusetts is in a big problem with right now with their nurses oh. the nurses are on strike Ooh, that's never good okay the nurses are on strike they're asking for a 30 percent wage increase over the next three years which isn't even the amount the hospital is paying the traveling nurses they're asking for safe staffing ratios. And the hospital's going, we can't do that. Which does still, can anyone explain to me how hospitals are still going there yeah. while paying traveling nurses the ungodly rates they pay these companies Twice. to staff them? Yeah. I know a traveling like, nurse, she makes $157 an hour. She left the psychic business. To go be a traveling nurse because she made more money. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I like, but and more importantly, like it's become such a phenomenon of hospitals that are too stupid to figure out. Just pay your employees. Right. Just but, get decent staffing ratios. Yeah. Quit working people to death. Right. And I'm sorry, it's Minnesota. Oh. Not Massachusetts, Minnesota. Massachusetts Minnesota. is also close for a strike. Um, well, Massachusetts nurses being pissed off, I just kind of expect, but Minnesota is just too nice for that. No, they're on strike. They're no. on strike. 1,500 nurses are on strike. Traveling nurses, I would not be crossing those picket lines. Those uh -huh. nurses are trying. They have been begging the state for South safe staffing rights. There is no reason in a U in an ICU there is one nurse to fifteen ICU patients. No, no reason. No yeah. reason. No, there there's no good reason. There's many reasons. Mm -hmm. There's no good ones. Right. Like, and that's part of the problem that we are facing. Right. It's not that no one wants to work anymore. It's no one wants to work for stupid. Right. No one wants to be part of your stupid. Well, and I think it's interesting. Yeah, they want a 30% raise. 
they should have a 30% rise to even bring them up to national standards of staffing pay. But that's not their main freaking issue. Their main issue is their patient safety. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's sad when when you have employees showing up with, with you know, that we're underpaid mm-hmm. and your staffing level is unsafe. And the scary part is they would probably be willing to concede some pay mm-hmm. just to get safety. Right. Like, would you please get a safe staffing levels? Right. We'll, we'll, we'll negotiate on money. Right. 30 would be nice. We'll take 10. Right. But the staffing level is the important side of this. Right. And that's because we have seen nurses jailed. We are seeing nurses put to, into court cases for attempt for murder. Why? The key root of that were two things that was out of that nurse's control. One, the staffing level in that department. And two, a fuck up in the computer system. Mm-hmm. That nurse is serving jail time. Yeah. Like, it, it, which... What's I mean... The teachers charged for murder when the child has an allergy and effect... And there's 50 students that she's got to control. Or more. Where we're at. Or more. Like, there's the bigger problem. And more importantly, like, we're, we're moving into a point in education mm-hmm. um, where we, we've hemorrhaged teachers. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I don't think anyone ever goes to, you know, grows up thinking, I'm going to become a teacher and be rich. Mm-hmm. No one makes it through college for a teaching degree and goes, I'm going to be rich from this. Right. And certainly by the time you get into the classroom, you have lost all illusion. Right. That you are going to be, you know, a multimillionaire. Right. Based on teaching. Right. I, I think all teachers have reasonable expectations. Right. Um, by the time they've hit the classroom. That like if, if they were a little screwy on the concept before, they've got it by now. Right. But no, but what we're not we even talking about rich. Not pay. Mm-hmm. Not pay. We're seeing them fight for smaller classes so they can teach the students better. You know, teachers in Washington went on strike. For children to teacher ratios and department cuts. Now, what gets me is a teacher now has four different bosses to report to mm-hmm. that aren't on that aren't in the classroom. Let's cut out some middlemen people and put them in the classroom. Right. Well, and, and then the requirements that they're being asked to to meet from like multiple different resources mm-hmm. or multiple different sources are, are telling them you have to hit this target, this target, this target, and this target. Mm-hmm. They're completely different targets. Right. They're completely different concepts. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all over the map. And it's like, but if you fail any one of them, mm-hmm. you're a horrible teacher. Um, what? Oh, and by the way, by the way, we can't really control our gun situation in this country, so now you're also a human shield right? for these children. Um, we know you're struggling to eat without a second job, mm-hmm. um, but we feel we pay you adequately enough to be a human shield and do it for the children. Right, and then I'm going to buy... And, and, yeah, 
yeah, teachers are now having to take the first day of school to show how to use your bulletproof backpack to protect your core yeah. systems to kindergartners. That's what we've allowed this country to go to. Yeah, like, I, I'm sorry, that's just such a messed up concept. Mm-hmm. Like, of all the things I, like, loved or hated or whatever experienced of kindergarten and elementary school in general, all the way through high school, we were more concerned about, like, a horrible weather incident. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we had fire drills, um, but we, we were trained for horrible weather incidents. Um, it's not like we had no idea the school shooting could happen. Mm-hmm. But at the time when we were talking about this, like, it was still so early on. Mm-hmm. Well, what's interesting to me is it's higher security now at the school than the prison. Think about that. I've been through both. I've yeah. been through federal prison entry mm-hmm. because I used to man- I used to have a ministry at the prison. And I've been and I've seen the new security at the school. The school has higher security. Yeah. But we're out of time. We are. We are. So we, we want are. to take a moment and make some programming notes so you guys are aware. aware. We have moved to the 8 o'clock hour uh, to better fit our new life for the moment. Um, and that was under the suggestion of our Patreons. We have also, under the suggestion of our Patreons, put in breaks. And we're going to be holding to the hour and a half shows. But we also have multiple shows now running onto the PCSP network. We have Psychic Coffee, which is tonight, where we talk about news topics or I'm interviewing an author. And those are at 8 p.m. on Tuesdays, except for the offers I already have booked. Those will be a few late shows. Then we have Coffee and Tea with me and a co-host that we rotate through the other co-host on this show. Joe gets a night off. Woohoo! But yeah, it means that you know, we have Tracy Van, we have Natalie McVicker, we have Lady Gwendolyn, or Dottie the Psychic with Asa. Yes. Um, usually a great show. Um, they talk a lot about the good and the bad of the, the industry. If you want to know the insider information, come listen there. Um, and then Friday nights, of course, we have Mountain Bears, your top of the line access for GVLT news and facts. Um, and that is at 8 p.m. And then on Sunday, we have Psychic of the Plans at 8 p.m. where we take an hour and a half and I show you how I plan my very busy life and help you organize yours and sort out those issues. And then new joining the PCSP network, although Dottie has been around before, is Shameless Self-Promotions every other Monday on PCSP network. And she will be at 8 p.m. also. Her guest this week, this coming Monday, will be Blue Knight. Um, he's got a new project. Of course, he is the host of Drunken Divination. Give him a shout out. Go check out his episodes. I've been a guest over there, although I was vastly disappointed in my alcohol. Um, well, yeah, the alcohol, not Blue Knight. Blue Knight. No, not Blue Knight. The alcohol. Yeah, your yeah. alcohol didn't hit for shit. You did not do Drunken Divination Night. They did Drunken Divination Night and had you on. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that worked out. Yes. Um, it was. It was not actually Drunken. Yeah, but it was very the, sober. But he's doing a lot of awesome things. 
but you know this network is led bred and comforted by the patreons we want to give our baristas who grew up new things for us to do all the time so take it away vanna um of course we want to thank beverly walker minka g kathy mary winfield brenda bryant ashley guest shannon c shannon d lady gwendolyn charles shaw Dottie the psychic tracy van donna white and the laughing tree grove if you'd like to learn more about us, the show, or how you too can become one of our Patreon sponsors and receive all the wonderful benefits our baristas receive, please visit pcspnetwork.com. Hi, y'all. You have a great night, and I'll see you on Thursday. Can't stop me now